Hey, today on All Business, I'm talking to Thomas Q. Jones, a former NFL running back turned actor, and we're here to talk about what it made it change his career path and dive headfirst, not into the end zone, but into the vicious world of entertainment. Now, after racking up numerous acting credits of his own, he founded the mobile application Castar, which is a community that connects entertainment executives, producers with the talent they're looking to hire. I happened to find this um, and found out about it, and I said, man, who, who did this? Because uh, this is a, a vastly needed product in what we see in the entertainment industry because it's just changed, and we're going to talk about that. So today he's the CEO of the company. Can you believe that? Football player. And then we find out about his music business and everything else he's done. But now he's here, and he's doing this app. And I thought that was pretty cool to be able to have him. So we're going to have him join us to discuss the disruption in the entertainment industry and what lessons we can all learn from the notorious struggling actor. So welcome to All Business, Thomas Q. Jones, to All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett. He's one of the world's most respected business experts, Jeffrey Hazlett. I want to take you behind the scenes on what's happening in business today. And whether you're on Main Street or Wall Street, we're going to find out the secrets behind their success. This is All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett, brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts. So I have to ask you, the, why would you get out of all the sports and not at the acting? You're getting into this vicious business of, of, of entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's you know, I mean, to be honest, it's a it's a lot like sports. Yeah. It's uh, very competitive. Uh, you know, it's a prestigious industry to be in. Um, it takes a lot of determination, a lot of focus, um, and uh, you know, it's exciting. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you, you never know what's going to happen. You never know who you're going to meet. You never know what opportunities are going to come your way. Uh, same thing in football. Um, you know, it's determination, focus, hard work. Uh, you know, one season. You may be five and eleven, and the next season you may be in a Super Bowl. You, know, mm-hmm. you just never know. So, I think because of those similarities, it's the only thing that could that I could kind of simulate um, following you know twelve year NFL careers jumping into the entertainment industry. We had some really big wins in the in the NFL, but you also played for a lot of teams too, like seven. I think was it seven teams? A uh, five. Five. five okay, I thought it was more than that, so I apologize. Maybe I'm counting your college and high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it felt it felt like it at times. So it felt like seven or eighteen. Did that give you some preparation? Did that give you preparation? Oh for yes, this? yeah. Yes, definitely. Uh, just, just you know, I was fortunate enough. You know, early in your career, you're not sure why you move around a lot. You know, you want to stick with one team, one location, and get familiar with the city and kind of plant your flag there. But towards the end of my career, I started to realize that this was an amazing opportunity that I had to play for so many different teams and live in so many different cities and so many different regions of the country. Uh, just experienced a lot of different cultures and, and it just opened my mind up to um, a lot of different um, situations that I would have never probably been exposed to if I wouldn't have lived in so many cities and played for so many teams. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely helped me out. I lived in Arizona for four years. I lived in Chicago for three. I lived in Tampa for one. I lived in um, New York and New Jersey for, for four years. I lived in Kansas City for two years. So uh, you're talking about all three time zones, um, three different ways of life, um, three different paces of life. Um, so when I get a script or I see a project, um, there's not too much about that project that I'm not familiar with culture-wise. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and uh, that's a testament to me playing in so many different cities and being exposed to so much in those cities. 
Yeah, my dad was in the military, so I used to live at different places all the time. We we transferred from base to base all over the United States. He lived all over the world, and I had many classmates that lived all over the world. I, I You know, it's like people say to me all the time, how do you deal with your travel and all this stuff? Well, to me, it was like growing up. It was the same thing. The, let me ask you a question about uh, did you – did you, when you were playing football, did you think, hey, man, I want to go act? I want to go be an actor? Uh, I didn't really think much about it, to be honest. I mean, I was so focused on just my career and trying to win the Super Bowl. And, and you know, I was on most of the teams, especially later on in my career, I was a, one of the captains of the team. So I you know, had a lot more responsibility. Um, so I didn't really have the time to really focus that much on anything else. I had a music label. And that's how I started to get into entertainment. In 2007, I created a, a, um, a production company for music called Independently Major Entertainment. And mm-hmm. I worked with artists. I produced music with artists, uh, pushed my artist music. So I was really heavy into the music. Um, but it wasn't acting. You know, I, I'd been exposed to Hollywood a lot. and I wasn't too familiar with it. Well, I mean, I was familiar with it, but I, I wasn't too fond of it. I'll say that. I just, at the time, I wasn't an actor. So things that um, I deal with now on a daily basis, I welcome. But then it was totally different. Um, but, you know, I mean, I, I I really wasn't that interested in being an actor. It just kind of happened when I retired. I just, I added a film division to my company. Uh, a project was brought to, to me that I thought was pretty cool for me to be a, a producer on as well as acting. And, you know, for the first eight, nine months after I retired, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, working with artists is one thing. They're the talent, you know, but I'm used to being the talent as a football player. So this gave me an opportunity to be the talent again. And then I got the acting bug and from there things just happened. Yeah. You like it? Oh yeah. I love it. It's, it's been therapeutic for me to be honest. You know, as a football player, we're taught to be very, uh, you know, tough and never be the weakest link and don't show vulnerability. You know, these are all things that you know as a football player that you can't, you can't expose yourself because teams will take advantage of any weakness that you show. And as an actor, um, you have to be the total, totally opposite. You have to be vulnerable and, and be willing to be human. That's how you know, the audience can connect with you. And unfortunately, I don't think a lot of players have an opportunity to to uh, kind of peel back some of those layers. You know, once they retire, and I was fortunate enough to be able to do that with acting, and it's really helped me so much just in my post career just everyday life as well as just um you know helping me become i guess a normal person again because when you play football it's not a it's not a realistic job i mean yeah. things we do on a daily basis it's not realistic we we get paid to be violent sometimes you don't know how to turn that switch off um and it's a natural thing when it comes on it's hard to turn off but mm-hmm. acting has really really helped me in, in that capacity too so i'm thankful that's that's pretty cool. We're gonna and we're gonna get into talking about your app because I do want to spend a good amount of time on that. But I want to let me circle back to your business piece for a second. When you did the the music label, did, did was that a good business for you? It was a good business. I mean, you know, it, it wasn't a great great business. I mean, that's a very very hard industry too. But like I said, you know, a lot of times you, you're dealing with the success of that depends on the artist. It depends on um, how much they work and. Um, how much they're willing to sacrifice. And, um, you know, unfortunately, you know, everyone doesn't have the same mindset. So, you know, you're, you're, you're rolling the dice, putting your chips on someone else's, uh, you know, hard work and dedication. Um, but as an actor, 
it's different. I'm rolling the dice and, you know, betting money on my character and my work ethic and my determination. Yeah. Um, a lot like the foot, a lot, again, like a lot like the football, right? Yes. Yeah. Definitely, definitely like football. I mean, the music industry is great. I love music. I'll always love music. I grew up in Virginia, very small town, 4,500 people, grew up listening to all genres of music from country to pop to rock to heavy metal. I love music, hip hop, um, R&B, and, and I'll always love music. You know, I still have my label, but I just started to focus more on me as an actor and then just kind of building my brand in, the, uh, in Hollywood. Very cool. Well, let me take a quick break because I, I need to get paid. Uh, I'm not acting, so I got to get paid, man. So, uh, you know, you know, we talk, we're going to be talking about all these users on your apps platform probably come from all different walks of life and from all different parts of the country. Uh, you and I both grew up all over the place uh, and living in different cities. But a good thing that Dunkin' Donuts offers is over 15,000 different ways to order your coffee. That's a lot of different types of coffee for all different kinds of people out there. So I'm very grateful for that. So grab your cup today. Uh, Thomas, you drink coffee? No, I'm not a coffee yeah. guy. Yeah. Uh, never really got into it that yeah. much. But uh, but I know a lot of people need it. I know a couple of my friends. Like, I, don't, I don't talk to them unless they've had their coffee. So. <laughs> I'm one, I'm one of those people, man. I'm one of those people. I, I didn't find coffee until late in life. And and now, I'm, yeah. and then, you know, like most things, once I get into it, and I think you're probably that way too. Once you get into it, man, you get into it. And, and yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. Once you expose to something that's good, uh, it's kind of hard to stop. And yeah. I know a lot of people, it's, you know, it's, it, it may, it, it's kind of like their uh, safety net, you yeah. know, it's, which is incredible. Well, I was like that when I was in the NFL. I used to, um, Skull and uh, nasty habit. Oh, it was yeah. the same thing with me. Yeah, so I stopped. You stopped. Good. Good for you. Good for you. That's one bad habit. We don't. We don't need. Let me. Uh, what What made you think you could be good at the music business? Um, I I, I never ever questioned um, what I could do. Mm -hmm. I've always been a very confident person, just because I know how hard I'm willing to work how much I'm willing to dedicate myself to whatever the craft is. So um, I love music. It was, you know, I had, a, I had a couple of artists that were really, really talented. And, you know, I always looked at it as, you know, well, well most people say, why? I always say, why not? And, um, you know, if I know the music and I have artists and I can learn and figure out how it works and how it functions and get the hang of it, why can't I be as successful as a L.A. Reid or yeah. uh, Lear Cohen? So, I mean, I just, I never thought about it from the capacity of why, how, why would I be good? I thought, well, I cannot be good. You know, I, I listen to, and I know a lot of athletes in my life, and they always, most of them have a good sense of confidence about themselves, mostly from the field. You know, even uh, another person that lived down in Miami, it's a good friend of mine, Dennis Rodman. But, but you know, but different. He's a different kind of guy, right, as all people are. But, you know, but where did you get this inspiration of, like, why, why not? Because of where I'm from is very small, and yeah. there's not a lot of opportunities there to do a lot of things outside of that area. It's a very, very small area and a condensed area, and most of the opportunities are right there within those areas. Mm -hmm. um, and few people step outside those areas because the world is pretty big outside of small town. Yeah, uh, but I just never had that mentality. You know, I took. The principles that I learned from from a small town um, that I think were very, very valuable, but I always 
I always saw myself as um, wanting to accomplish great things and big things. And, and then once I actually left and I received a football scholarship, it almost became, at that point, I was obligated to be an example for the other people that think like me, that come from those areas, that they can make it into keep climbing and keep going. And that's kind of what motivates me at this point, you know, is, well, you know, I've never been a one-dimensional person in my life, and I don't think people should limit themselves to one thing. Um, a lot of people want to compartmentalize you and put you in a box, and people say, oh, you're a football player, you're trying to do music, or, you know, um, you're a football player, you're trying to act. Well, I'm, I'm not trying to do music if I'm producing music. I'm not trying to act if I'm actually acting. Yeah. Um, I'm an actor. Yeah, if, if you're doing it, you are. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, which is very simple, very simple concept. But a lot of people, a lot of people don't think that way because we're trained to do one thing. Yeah. Um, and I'm very in tune with, you know, well, I was a psych major, UVA. Um, so you know, it's a gift and a curse. You know, everything has some sort of psychological element to it. So sometimes I overthink things. Sometimes I, you know, don't think enough about things. Let's talk about this app because it, it, you've created it. And it directly relates to the acting community and to the others in the entertainment field. Uh, you know, was this app inspired by something you went through or you saw through an audition, or how did you come about creating it? Uh, uh, I, was, I was in Miami, and, and the co-founder Joe Robinson. Uh, we were working on another project. He's from Virginia as well. He's from Waynesboro, Virginia. Twenty-six uh, year old kid. He was working at a copper mill, and you know, he was brought in to work on another project with me and that's how I met Joel and we just had a lot in common and um, he was a musician um, he's a fashion designer he makes clothes from scratch um, <clears throat> he's also a photographer and, and a uh, an, an editor mm -hmm. so you know me being a football player having a music label then being an actor we literally just it wasn't even something that we thought that hard about, you know, we look at all these apps. We actually watched the social network movie um, randomly at my house. And after the movie, I was like, wow, you know what? Let's, why can't we come over there? Why can't we be Mark Zuckerberg? Yeah, why can't we do that? You know, and he said, well, yeah, man, let's do it. You know, and so the, the thing is, you know, I wasn't too big on apps. You know, I used Instagram and Twitter and, you know, Facebook sparingly, but he grew up in that era. You know, I grew up in the, the Atari, Nintendo. Yeah era he grew up in the instagram come on did you really play atari did you really play atari like yeah i played atari i, yeah. I really did i'm 38 man i i I, I, uh -oh. I was like the last group <laughs> that came on the atari before nintendo came i can you remember the first atari game ever uh uh no I'm the reason it I was pong it was, it was in 1974 it was called it was a game called pong i think it's 74 because i was about 14 pong yeah, yeah it was yeah, like pong. a little you played like like ping pong, and you had two two dials, you know, and you played it on your TV set. <laughs> yes, exactly. I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Exactly. I mean, yeah. So I grew up in that era. He grew up, yeah. so you know, it's it's a, it was a great combination because I come from one space, he comes from another space. So we were able to teach each other certain things. And one day, I was actually flying to LA to find my apartment because I was going to Hollywood to uh, to find an apartment and stay out there and start really pursuing this. And I was on the couch at two a.m. and I said, Hey, you know what? Let's uh, let's come up with an idea for an app. And he was like, "Let's do it." Um, literally within an hour, we had the name. Um, we didn't have the concept completely, but we had some ideas around it. I flew to L.A. I came back from L.A. two days later for two weeks straight. Literally, 
did not leave the house. After two weeks, we had Caster, mm-hmm. the, the uh, hub for creatives, the LinkedIn Craigslist for creatives. Um, in two weeks, I mean, we just—it it was one of those things where it just took over our life. You know, we became infatuated with the idea of it, infatuated with just the details. We actually recorded ourselves talking about concepts and what makes us different than everyone else and why this is necessary. And, you know, it was incredible, just an incredible process. Um, it, it, once we were finished, it was like, I, I could not believe that I just, you know, we had come up with this idea and it made so much sense across the board and no one else had this. Um, it was unique. And then it wasn't work because this is what we do. Joe makes music every day. I'm an actor. Uh, we know actors. He knows musicians. He knows fashion designers. I know um, you know, dancers. I know, I mean, I live in LA and every Uber driver is a dancer or a singer. Yeah, or a singer or something, or an actor. Every, yeah. An actor, a waiter, same yeah. thing. Um, yeah, incredible experience. Well, let's take, let me take a break for a second because I want to talk about uh, taxes because everybody wants to talk about taxes, but no, I, I need to talk about it and get paid, but, but I want to come back to success. So if you're looking for a great read, uh, check out my friend's John Hewitt's new book. It's called I Compete, How My Extraordinary Strategy for Winning Can Be Yours. Now, John's the founder and CEO of Liberty Tax. Now, Liberty Tax offers 4,000 locations across the U.S., and I have read this book. I love this book, and I don't care what industry you're in, this is a good read. And uh, Thomas, you probably don't know John, but let me tell you what, John was at a tax franchise many, many decades ago, and this, and he said, you got to get into software, and they said no. And so then he went out and he, and he bought up Hewitt, or, J- or Jackson Hewitt, and he you know, put his name on it, Hewitt on it, and then a few years later he sold it for 460, I think 68, 64, 464 or 468 million. It was a lot, a lot, over 400 million. And now he, now he, and then, then now he's doing it again. He's got Liberty Tax, and you want to learn how this guy's do it? Get the book. Get the book. It's a great book. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. So tell me why this is different than, say, like an IMDB. Because I, I'm on that. I, I've been on Celebrity Apprentice. I've been on TV shows. I have my own show on Bloomberg. And I've actually have been in a role in, in one movie just because of they, they had me playing my position when I was the chief marketing officer of... Uh, of Eastman Kodak, and I, I was actually playing me at the time, so it wasn't a big stretch or anything, and I suck, by the way. I suck at acting, all right? And that, my acting role way back in high school, of I was Conrad Birdie in Bye Bye Birdie, but other than that, I, that, that, that they'll never have me act again. So so what's the difference between, uh, like, IMDB and your, and your app? Well, the thing about uh, Caster is it's, it's a mobile app. Mm-hmm. You know, IMDb is a, is a website. It's so, a website. You know, um, but this is, you know, I mean, smartphones and access to information is key now. Mm-hmm. And um, there's so many people in the world that have dreams and, you know, they may work at, you know, the nine to five, but they really want to be an actor. They really want to be a singer. They really want to be a director, a photographer, a model. They don't know how to get into the industry. They don't even know where to start. They don't have a place to go. And the places that they do go, they have to pay. And a lot of people, you know, those things discourage people from chasing their dreams. You know, I'm a former NFL running back turned actor. I didn't know where to start. I didn't, I wouldn't have known. I wouldn't have had any idea. Um, I was fortunate for someone to present an opportunity to me, but that doesn't happen to everyone. Yeah. 
So the difference between Caster and the rest of the platforms is we're providing a platform on your phone that you can not only see opportunities, but you can actually submit to those opportunities or suggest those opportunities to your friends within the platform. Also, you can create your own portfolio, and in that portfolio, you can put all of your information. You can put endless pictures. You can put uh, live links if you have a website. If you're a fashion designer, you can put a live link to your website under a picture. Um, you can put endless information about your resume or some of the things that you have done. Um, you can put a video up there from your phone up to six minutes. There's a, a YouTube API, so you can copy and paste your YouTube link if you have a YouTube video of you dancing or doing hair or a, a tutorial on makeup or whatever it may be in that creative space. You can copy and paste that link there for people to see. And also, you can, if you're a musician, there's a SoundCloud API, and you can copy and paste your SoundCloud song or if you have a podcast, you can copy and paste it. And people can actually see your information there and reach out to you. Um, it's it's just a place for creatives to feel comfortable. Feel at home. Well, most social media platforms, you know, there's 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 so much there. It's hard to filter through and see what you want, and it's easy to get distracted. You know, sometimes I'll go on Instagram or I'll go on Facebook to find something, and next you know I'm laughing at some video or mm-hmm. uh, you know something literally just took me completely away from what I was looking for. To the point where I forgot what I was trying to do, um, and which is great. You know, that's what these platforms are for. There's a lot of content, but with Caster. It's for the creatives, for the people that are aspiring artists in any capacity that want to find opportunities and they want to collaborate with people that are like-minded. And um, that's that's the difference. It's free. It's it's a it's a free opportunity for you to chase your dream. Mm-hmm. So what? So is, how's it changed for an actor today? It used to be like they do uh, casting calls. Are they still doing that? casting calls and still have castings and they post castings but you know a lot of these you know people are posting gigs and you know you pay to see them you pay a subscription which is fine you know I mean but you have no way to submit to these opportunities it's almost like someone's dangling a red apple in front of and you can't you can't touch it you know that's pretty much what it is with us you know someone posts a gig you can like it you submit to it right there on the page um, maybe it's not for you. Maybe you see something that's for your friend. Your friend just had a conversation with you about possibly wanting to go to an event in Miami. Opportunity in Miami or an event in Miami. You tag your friend. You suggest it to your friend. Your friend now sees the opportunity. Yeah. It's about everyone sharing opportunities with each other and creating opportunities within the app for each other. There's so many independent artists, so many independent directors, producers. You know, with the internet, a lot of major studios and labels, they're finding their talent now from the internet. It saves them money. They don't have to go out and spend money to go find these people and fly to find these artists. You know, they can literally, an A&R at a, at a label or an executive at a studio on his computer for two or her computer for two or three hours and then, you know, they found the next Justin Bieber or found the next Brad Pitt. It's it's all right there for them to, to see. You know, mm-hmm. all they have to do is turn on their computer. But with Gaster the place that you can go to find these people in one space as opposed to having to look everywhere. Are you starting to see some success stories for from it? Yeah, yeah. I actually just finished uh, producing and starring my own film called Chokehold. I play a UFC fighter and um, Denise Richards is in it. Chuck Liddell is in it. Bruce Ooh. Davison. Yeah. He's the Bacala. It's a really, really good script, uh, cast and script. Um, we actually cast um, someone in the movie from Caster, oh, wow. which is, and, and we did a uh, editorial 
on her. Uh, uh, it's called. We have a, a weekly um, um, person that we talk to on our social media, and we interview them, and they put their story and, and uh, you know how they got into the industry. And we do a feature on them every week. It's called Caster Talk. So every week we have someone from you know it could be a DJ, it could be an actor, it could be a singer, it could be a model, producer, film filmmaker. And so, uh, yeah, we cast someone in the movie from Caster. She she submitted to, to the role, and then we cast her in the movie. That's that's pretty cool. You know, hey, so I'm going to be actually, This is I just thought about this. My team lined up. The, I'm going to actually be on The Bold and The Beautiful. Now, don't laugh, Thomas. I'm going to be on The Bold and The Beautiful, the soap opera. But they, I know, I know. But they, they're, they're having me do some walk-on line just so I can do it for fun. And, and uh, of course, you know, uh, to make fun of my my own persona and stuff like that because I never do that shit but I, I'm gonna do it and and uh, I don't know what I'm gonna have me do probably I'll be a, a waiter or something like that in a line but what recommendations I mean look you've been slugging at this for a little bit here what recommendations do you have for people that are wanting to get into this um first of all download caster yeah free. Okay, got that. That's the commercial. Everybody should do that. All right. And, and we have, you know, information on that is exactly what, what you're asking me. You know, how do you get in? How do you get involved? Yeah, I mean, I mean, to me, you know, to me, making making it as an actor is still. I mean, being accessible is a huge part, right? So you got to get out everywhere you need to be, but but also it's a lot of networking and who you know. It's not really a lot of that anymore because really, honestly, well, not with the internet. Yeah. Because oh, internet, sure. This is me and guys that I met at the gym. Guys that I met at the gym. Mm-hmm. Produce, one of the, the producer on this and the director are the writer of guys that I met at the gym playing basketball. They, were, I just met them. They were, they were just, we were all just like-minded people. We have came up with the script idea. We put the film together, put the music together, and we went out and shot it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's that's the way the entertainment is, is going. And it's going in that direction where people are putting their own content out because there's so many outlets that need content. If your content is good and you're talented, people will find you. They will find you. But there's not that one place is what I'm saying where people can actually go to find each other. That's why we created Castle because there's so many people. Living in Hollywood, Hollywood is literally nothing but everyone that's trying to make it. Concierge at a hotel, the directors. Uh, the worker at your restaurant the bartender at the bar down the street, they're all, they're comedians. They're, you know, they're all out there for something. Every Uber driver, every time I get an Uber, I get down. And, and, it's, and it's just in Hollywood. So imagine across the world, across the, the country. I mean, all these places, you from South Dakota, how many talented people are in South Dakota that just don't have an opportunity to be seen? Or how many films could be made in South Dakota? You know, so many Prince, Prince you know, Russell Peter Prince was from Minnesota. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's so many talented people that come from these small places and these isolated places because that's all they have is their dreams and their creations. And they have nothing but time on their hands because there's not as much to do. For me, coming from Virginia, I, my town's super small. I mean, there's, we, I moved the, the mall, the closest mall is an hour away. So, you know, all I had was my imagination and dreams of what I want to do and possibly what could happen. So, you know, that's the majority of the world. A lot of people don't have these opportunities, and that's why we created Castor. We wanted to give people an opportunity to post their opportunities and for people to submit to those opportunities and for those people to connect and make their dreams come true like women can have some true. 
So let me let me take a qu another quick break. I want to come back to ask you for another question or two, and then as we uh, wrap up for our interview. But you know, I, I want to talk about emails for a second. So are you? I got to ask everybody that's listening: Are you swamped by emails? You're spending hours and hours sorting through what's important and what's not. You know, I come back from an interview like this, and I have like a hundred emails in my inbox. So, and I was in the same spot until I found SaneBox. Once I found this thing, I went after these guys and said, "Look, you got to be an advertiser. You got to be part of my program because I'm going to talk about you, and I want to get paid if I'm going to talk about you." So, uh, check it out. This is a way in which you can sort your emails. You teach it and after a few days it learns it and it takes it and all these emails that you got coming in that you don't want to listen to or don't want to watch or don't want to read um, it just they go away and um, and it's all about it's a real simple thing cost you about 15 bucks a month and it's a time saver much like a great app that we're talking about here with Thomas this is a great app as well it's called SaneBox and it's you go to www.sanebox.com forward slash hazlet of course that's my name and you will get a couple weeks free and I that's, that's what I signed up on and I love it and I love the product so let me ask you a question uh, because now you're, you've done that you're doing the acting you've done the football stuff what which one's teaching you the most about business uh, football actually yeah um, why, why is that football because I played on so many teams I went through I was early in my career in the NFL that the NFL is not football first is business first and then football you know I like to say in high school, it's a game, in college, it's a internship, and then pros, it's a job. So um, that's the graduate of football. And I found out early in my career that that's, it was it's a job. You know, go to the team, get ready, it's a job transfer. Um, that's what it really is. You know, it's a corporation. It's masked by teams and logos. But you know, the, the, the top floor of any NFL facility is the corporate side. Um, Ticket sales and tickets and uh, um, sales department. And, uh, you wouldn't even know if you go to the third school, man, so you wouldn't even know that it's a football facility. Mm -hmm. You would think it's uh, IBM or some, I mean, like the corporate, you know, the second level town is the coach's office, the meeting and then the third level is the locker room. Um, so I learned business 101 super quick in the NFL. I understood okay, this is a business. And that helped me in Hollywood and acting. Um, you know, it helped me with leverage. You know, I understand leverage. You know, I do two contract disputes. So, you know, I had leverage. So there were certain things I could do that a lot of other people couldn't, couldn't have done. And um, that really helped me a lot. Um, but, you know, the industry, you know, it's cutting power with a lot of those deals. There's some standard deals for certain situations. But if you have leverage, you can push people in. And if your product is that good, and so football got it my friend well you're you're making it happen again listen we've been talking with thomas thomas is uh Thomas Jones here, and Thomas has has made it in football. One of the top twenty-five running backs of all time. He's been playing for a number of great, great, great teams, and here he is now acting. And I got to tell you, I'll say this: 
I don't mind saying I'm man enough to say it. One sexy actor, too. I've seen him. I saw him on one of the shows, Mary Jane, on, on BET, man. I'm telling you, holy crap. I was going, man, I don't want my wife watching this. I'll tell you that right now. You had your shirt off, and I, I was feeling very inadequate at the time. So. Hey, look, I'm just, I'm just trying to stay afloat, man. You know, you <laughs> hey, use what you got, dude. Use what you got. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. A lot of guys are tired, man. All right, my friend. Well, hey, what a pleasure. It's good to have you on the show. Thanks so much. Thanks. I appreciate it, too. Have a great All day. All right. Cheers. Taking you behind the scenes of what's happening in the business world, Jeffrey Hazlett hosts All Business, brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts. That was a fun discussion with Thomas. I enjoyed that a great deal. And you, you, you find out, you know, I love it when you see people come from humble beginnings and uh, they make it big. I love that. I love stories like that. And so what is it that I learned at the end of every show? I like to talk about some of the things I learned. And I, I like two things out of that thing. One, I asked him, how did he think he was going to be good at it? He goes, I didn't have any question. I wasn't. <laughs> I thought that was good. A confidence. I, I like walking with a little swagger, especially if you can really walk with a swagger. It means you did this shit before and you'll do it again. And uh, there's nothing wrong with confidence. I don't care if you're a man or a woman. Nothing wrong with it. Walk with a little swagger. I like that. And then I love that other one, and I, I'm sure you underlined it as well, is why, why not? So I love that. I love that phrase. Why not? Well, because you can. And I love that. So anyway, those were my takeaways, my big takeaways for the day about thinking big and acting bigger right here on All Business. Don't forget to think big, act bigger, help me out. And that is by getting it out to other people and letting them know about the show. So pass it on to a friend. And, uh, hey, go see this guy. He's one sexy dude. And I'm a sexy dude right here on All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.